This is Monday Morning Meditations number 235 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Everybody's addicted to something. Good morning, Rising Man family. This is Jetty Azuma here with another Monday morning episode for y'all, giving you that good Monday morning heat to start your week. Before I introduce today's episode, I want to remind you guys, we are heavy into compass season. We're starting to get men saying yes to four days alone without food out in the wilderness by themselves for a ceremonial rite of passage. What is compass all about? If you want more information, go to risingman.org compass. If you're looking for one of the most transformational opportunities to mark a significant change and a level up and a chapter change in your life, then come join us. You can apply over at the website, risingman.org compass. Dates are on the website and spots are filling up fast. So go over there and punch your ticket today. All right, today's topic for our Monday morning meditation is why are we all addicts and avoiders? Rise up. So we've all heard of fight, flight, and freeze patterns, but have you ever made the connection between freeze patterns and addictive and avoidant behaviors? This has been a huge breakthrough insight for me recently, and I want to make sure I shared it here because I've been studying the nervous system a lot more these days because I've watched my wife get so into this and started working with a nervous system coach as well and realized that there's so many good wisdom references around the nervous system that's operating us under the surface that need to be shared in the space. So a little bit of a review. For those of you who don't know basic nervous system, there's two parts of our nervous system that put us into two very different and very important states. There's the sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight, flight, and freeze. This is the part of our nervous system that gets engaged when we are being chased or threatened or our survival system needs to come online. So sympathetic is oriented around survival. Our parasympathetic nervous system is what they call sometimes the rest and digest. This is where we recover, re-energize, recharge. This is where we want to be when we're not in those survival high-intensity moments. Sympathetic nervous system, our blood pressure is going to go up, my heart rate's going to go up, my pupils and my eyes constrict, all of these physiological responses that are meant to help me in a true survival situation. But sometimes when I'm in front of a bunch of people and I have to speak publicly, my body feels threatened, it feels nervous, it feels anxious, which can trigger a survival response from my sympathetic nervous system. The basics of sympathetic, parasympathetic, within the sympathetic nervous system, there are three primary response patterns. Fight, so if I'm faced with threat to my survival or my family's survival, I will fight back. Flight, which is fleeing, leaving, running away, getting the heck out of there, as far, putting as much distance between me as the th- and the threat as possible. And then there's freeze, which is the, the specific response I want to talk about today. So freeze patterns are what help animals in the wild when they've been caught by the predator and it's over and all they can do now is just surrender to the experience of getting ripped to shreds and eaten. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? <laughs> so we have the same freeze pattern built into our nervous systems. It's there, it's hardwired there to help us disassociate from the physical sensation of getting ripped to shreds and dying. So you might've seen this in some videos where a deer gets chased down by a predator and eventually after being caught, it just kind of surrenders. After a little bit of a struggle, it just freezes. That's physiologically where the brain is disassociating from the experience so that 
the dying part is not so painful and intense for the creature, right? It's part of our survival mechanisms. What I wanna say about the freeze response that I learned recently is that one of the ways freeze responses manifest in our day-to-day living is through addictive and avoidant behaviors. So when I say addictive and avoidant behaviors, I'm talking about anything that I use as a distraction from challenge. So for example, if something makes me feel uncomfortable, if there's a conversation I need to have, if there's an email that I need to send out, if there's a, a, a something that feels very nerve-wracking, anxiety-producing for me, then I will avoid. And sometimes it's with drugs, substances. Sometimes it's with pornography. Sometimes it's with sports headlines and social media, sex, any one of these things that can be clustered into addictive or avoidant behaviors. Anything that disassociates me from the experience that I'm having. So for example, instead of feeling the anxiety come over my body and the nervousness come over my body. If I don't know what to do with that, if I don't know how to respond, if I don't have a different strategy for dealing with those sensations, then what I'll do is I'll disassociate by introducing any one of these distractive mechanisms into my nervous system. And it gives me a temporary dopamine wash that flushes me in the same way that the deer's body and brain would get flushed with dopamine to disassociate from the experience of getting ripped to shreds. The reason I'm sharing this here is because how many of us have these addictive coping mechanisms and strategies that number one, are unhealthy, and number two, are hiding and avoiding the thing that actually is gonna lead us to our growth and our breakthrough. It's important to reference this here because when we understand what's happening on a physiological level, for me at least, it brings a lot of simplicity to what I must do. Instead of disassociating entirely from the experience I'm having, What if I face off with what's in front of me? What's making me feel anxious? What's making me feel fearful? What's overwhelming me? Got to have a strategy to do that. That's in a future episode. But for right now, just understanding that in the absence of a strategy that helps me deal with my overwhelm, my fears, my anxieties, I will feel compelled to introduce something to my system that will help me to disassociate from the experience. It's a survival mechanism, it's a survival strategy. If I'm not capable of dealing with what's in front of me, with what's happening within me, then I have to do something else with my body. My body will take over, it'll put me into a freeze response, it'll tell my, my brain will tell my body that I have to go and find something to distract myself with in order to disassociate from the discomfort that I don't wanna feel because I don't know how to deal with it. So, all of this to say, Those moments where you're faced with challenge, you're faced with adversity, resistance comes up, avoidance comes up, the brain starts to talk you into doing the opposite of what you know is good for you because it's easier to do the thing that you've always done. It's going to make you feel better for a moment to drink a beer or have sex or whatever it is, fill in the blank. All of these avoidant behaviors, all these addictive patterns are all coping strategies that we develop to deal with adversity. And if I don't replace it with a better strategy, then I'm going to keep going through these loops of addictive patterns and avoidant behaviors. It's that simple and it's that's how it works. And so I wanted to introduce this baseline foundation because I am just having my mind blown when I start to see the connections and understanding what's happening to me physiologically, 
because then it brings the awareness up and allows me to intervene. If this episode was a little scientific and a little bit heavy on, you know, physiology, just take a second pass at it to really understand what's happening here. And I don't consider myself an expert. I definitely have studied neurophysiology and I'm learning all over again through this lens of psychology and how that overlaps with our physiological bodies. But educate yourself, learn about these different response patterns, feel them in your body and start to put some of these distinctions on top of them so that you can identify them when they come up. And then when you identify them when they come up, there's something that you can do about it. And that's where transformation and change becomes possible. So tune into your nervous system. Listen to what your body's telling you. Next time you have that, Im that impulse to reach for whatever it is that you use to avoid what you're feeling, check yourself and remember this. Ask yourself, am I in a freeze pattern? Where's the threat? Where's the predator? Symbolically, where is the predator? Where is the threat to my survival right now? And what is that all about? We'll cover that in the next episode. So make sure you come back next week for a continuation part two of this Monday morning episode. Peace. All right, y'all, I hope you enjoyed that episode. For everything Rising Man, swing over to risingman.org. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to us and also to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Big love to everybody out there supporting Rising Man. However you're doing that, please keep listening, share the message, and join the movement. Much love, and until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. <laughs>